0: Start with a random article, explore it, then follow the links and see where it takes us. John, what do you got for us today?
1: An iconism in Judaism. <laughs> That's what I have for you. <laughs> it covers a num number of areas. The portrayal of YHWH, which I can only presume is some sort of TV station, in uh, any kind of human or concrete form, is absolutely forbidden. And there is a strong tradition of avoiding sculpture, especially if large and freestanding of all types and in all contexts, but especially religious sculpture. Uh, two-dimensional images, including those of religious subjects and humans, are often regarded as acceptable, especially if on a small scale, such as book illustrations, the concern always being to a, 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 a avoid anything approaching idolatry. Hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot more about that because they they have a lot of jewish uh traditions and terms hmm. to, to talk about how they don't make statues that are too big <laughs> <laughs> which is what that said they don't want to make statues that are too big because they'll be met it make god mad <laughs> that's what this hardcore is talking about um okay. it's a historical thing it's an occurrence there is some cool culture behind it uh we that that is an option on the table what do you got eric
0: well, I have Asha Rawat. Ooh, what is, is that? A woman? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um but she is a test and one day international cricketer who represents India. Hmm, she is a right-hand batsman mm-hmm. and bowls off breaks. I don't know what any of that means. Me neither. <laughs> she has represented India in one tests and fifteen ODIs.
1: <laughs> okay, you know, I think we have to go with her because I've realized <laughs> something. I know nothing about cricket. I get—I already know about you know monotheism and how that one god doesn't really like when you build big statue things. But mm-hmm. like, like, that's old hat. Let's go. Let's go new hat. Let's go pseudo baseball. Let's All go right. cricket. What's what's this? What's this? A S H A Asha, uh, Asha. M- ra What? What? Gotcha. Age 33? Yes. 1982? Yep. Okay. So from here, we have some good, good options mm-hmm. simply because of us knowing nothing about how cricket is done. <laughs> um, I, don't know
0: how, I don't know what a test is. I don't I, know. What maybe a, that's like their
1: tournament thing or is one day international like how long the tournament is is <laughs> that like talking about the future tense like one day <laughs> she'll be an international cricketer like does she just hasn't gotten there yet I mean she's 33 she's pushing her luck if she's still hoping to get there like, physical prime generally speaking yeah. being passed by that point <laughs> um, I don't know hmm. uh, uh, I don't know what an all-rounder is What kind of that's not like a base person. Is it like a shortstop? What is that? (laughs) What is an all rounder? What is off break? I don't know. Because there's batting
0: style and bowling style. Um. And apparently off
1: break is a kind of thing. And she has no bowling average, whatever bowling is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well during her test she bowled Twelve whatever balls, that is. whatever that means. But during ODI, she didn't
1: <laughs> whatever that is do any balls, bald, bald balls. I think. <laughs> um, well, it's safe to say that even in this two-sentence-long article, we're already in <laughs> over our head. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like
0: from either a, either test or one-day international, we're going to be able to jump over to cricket and right. figure out that. Right. So I feel like we should go with one of those first Or Obviously we could go to off break See what that is all about But we could maybe get to that From cricket also So I
1: don't know That's true And cricketer takes us to the article for cricket as mm. well so if we want to go right there, we can. Or we can have a little fun with it and just try to <laughs> try to investigate this more without yeah. just like having the big reveal. It's a see, me. Yeah, it's see been if cricket we can figure out time. cricket before yeah. we get to that cricket article. Before cricket figures out us. <laughs> Alright, it's a test. <laughs> Alright, let's test the waters here. Test cricket.
0: Okay. What is test cricket?
1: Well, Eric. It's the longest form of the sport of cricket, and it is considered the highest major standard in cricket. Hmm. Test matches are played between national representative teams with test status, as determined by the International Cricket Council, or ICC, the two teams of 11 players play a four-inning match, which often lasts up to five days. Wow. Four <laughs> innings last five days? What did one they, match. They? What did this they do like, wrong?
0: This is like, uh, I don't know, the World Series or something. Yeah, but, but if one of your innings like... goes over two days, that's not right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not how we do baseball. Yeah, that seems like it can't be right. Okay. Uh, it's generally considered a, the most complete examination of teams, playing abilities and endu- endurance. Well, yeah. At that rate, yeah, I would hope so. Um, the origin of the name test, amazingly enough, stems from the long and grueling process of the match being a test of the relative <laughs> strength of the two sides. Uh, the first officially recognized one of these began... In, uh, on March fifteenth, eighteen 1877 hmm. Predating, uh, I think, baseball by a little bit Yeah um, Between England and Australia At the Melbourne Cricket Ground Where Australia won by 45 runs? <laughs> wow I don't even know what
0: makes a run I don't either <laughs> or Maybe, like, runs is like In uh, tennis Maybe, like, you get one point but it's actually like twenty points or something.
1: I, but yeah, like maybe these are <laughs> increments of five. So it's not as yeah. pathetic. It's like a nine zero game, not like a <laughs> forty five to, to to nothing. I don't even know what the score of the opposition is, they don't tell you. They just tell you that Australia won by forty five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but
0: then uh test match to celebrate one hundred years of test cricket was held in Melbourne. And uh, from the 12th to the 17th of March in 1977, and Australia beat England again by 45 runs, the exact same margin as the first test. Hmm. Hmm. Now, in October 2012, the ICC... Uh, changed the conditions of test matches, allowing day-night test matches. So, okay. I don't know what that means. Does that mean like, hey, now you
1: can play all day and all night instead of maybe, only uh, playing during the day? Or maybe that was what the limitation was—you could only play while it was daylight out. Mm-hmm. There was no electric lighting allowed yeah. in cricket games <laughs> for whatever reason. Just because that was the <laughs> arbitrary thing they set up at the time. <laughs> Yeah, judging by this picture on the side,
0: it definitely looks similar to baseball. Like it has a similar look to it,
1: but it's very strange because the person who threw that ball already has the ball on the ground. And it's only halfway to the person. Yeah, <laughs> the person still looks like they're ready to swing it, swing at it, even though it's all the way on the ground. Maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe
0: that person who is. Uh, projecting the ball mm-hmm. is actually rolling it on the ground or like tossing it. Right, okay. And then the other person will like hit it kind of like a golf swing. Ooh, yeah. Alright. I can see that. Albo. Or maybe there's just, you know, like, hey, if he throws it to you, you can hit it like a bat, mm-hmm. or if he bowls it to you, then you can just
1: hit it like a golf swing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, it seems plausible. Like the way that they're lining up, there's not too many <laughs> more <laughs> motions they can make. Nothing yeah. that's going to really be akin to baseball at that point. Um, hmm. So Test status is pretty exclusive. It's kind of a kind of a uppity club. Uh, test matches are of the highest form of major cricket, statistically. Mm. Their data forms part of first-class cricket. Uh, Matches are played between national representative teams with test status, as determined by the ICC. Ten national teams, as of December 2014, have test status, Uh, the most recently promoted being Bangladesh in 2000. Zimbabwe's test status was voluntarily suspended because of poor performances between 2006 and 2011, They returned to competition in August of 2011. (sighs) Okay. Uh, In January 2014, during the historic ICC meeting in Dubai, the pathway for new potential Test Nations was laid out, with the winners of the next round of the ICC Intercontinental Cup playing a five-day match against the bottom-ranked Test Nation. If the associate team defeats the Test nation, they could be added as the new Test country and be given full membership. <laughs> so you gotta beat this the was worst two years they ago. have, <laughs> yeah. So you gotta beat the worst they have to get in, mm-hmm. and they only offered it that one time. <laughs> okay, I guess nobody got in. I guess not, because it's still pretty much just Bangladesh. Those were the uh, the first Test match, the most recent Test match on here.
0: Yeah, and that was 16 years ago.
1: Yeah, so pretty. Yeah, uh... they don't add
0: new members very often. No, they do anymore, not Because yeah, before them it was an eight-year gap, and then before them is 10 years, then 30 years, 20 years, and then it seems like the first couple they were maybe adding new members every couple years, but yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty crazy. A little bit because yeah we got um a nice little chart here and it says the number of matches that they played before their first win and obviously britain and Aust- er, england and australia were the first two to f- play so australia was played zero matches before they won and england played one um, the worst performing one is New Zealand. Took them 42 times to finally beat somebody. Wow. <laughs> Bangladesh was also pretty bad with 34 matches before their first win. Makes you wonder how they got into the club.
1: Yeah, like, so why strict. Why do they uh, let these people in? Is it just to, like, rag on them for... <laughs> Decades on end, <laughs> they're like, "Ah, yeah, you suck." It's like,
0: "Hey, you want to join our club?" And then they okay, and then they the, beat the rest them mercilessly. Of them secretly get together yeah. and laugh about them. <laughs> oh wow! So apparently, Ireland mm-hmm. has stated intentions to apply for full membership. They did that in two thousand nine. They stated their intention, and then restated their intention in two thousand twelve. And. Uh, aims to achieve test status by 2020. Why does it take so long? Uh, what I don't understand. Why it would take like eight years for them to do that. To get ready to play cricket. Like, I mean, what's so intense about cricket? Hey,
1: can we play a game with you guys? And, like? and Come back in a decade, <laughs> wimp. You ain't ready for this. You have to come back, and then you're gonna have to stand around while we beat you for thirty five years, and then and only then. As long as yeah, you you get into the club, and then you lose forever. And then if you stick around for, for, through all of that, then I guess we can let you play. Fifty years later, you'll win a game. Okay,
0: this is such a fun club to be
1: in. <laughs> Uh, so, um, the, uh, times of sessions and intervals, uh, may be altered in certain circumstances. If bad weather occurs or a change of ending occurs close to a scheduled break, the break may be taken immediately. Or if there has been a loss of playing time, for example, because of bad weather, the session times may be adjusted to make up for the lost time. If the batting side is nine wickets down, uh, at the (laughs) scheduled tea break, there's a scheduled tea break. Adorable. (laughs) Okay. Then the interval... Of course there is. uh, It's so English, uh, I can't even... uh, Then the interval may be delayed until 30 minutes has elapsed, or the team is all out. The final (laughs) session may be extended by up to 30 minutes, if 90 or more overs... Have not been bold In that day's play Subject to any reduction for adverse weather The final session May be extended by 30 minutes Except on the fifth day (laughs) If the umpires believe the result Can be decided within that time
0: I love how they're trying To explain this game To people who don't know the game Using terminology that's Exclusively for people Who know the game already
1: Yeah, it doesn't it's not very user friendly yeah. it's almost as though they don't want you to know about <laughs> it they don't want you to be able to show up and be like yeah we know how to play cricket like it was like, what happens if you're like the, the guy who shows up files for all the things gets on the board and beats somebody the first time out <laughs> like wouldn't that be embarrassing yeah um in the early days of cricket matches were played for four days until 1980s it was usual to include a rest day after the sunday <laughs> There have also been timeless tests, which did not end after a predetermined maximum time. Mm -mm. In 2005, Australia played a six-day match against a World (laughs) Eleven. What? (laughs) Against the whole other world? (laughs) What do you mean? What is that? (laughs) That's not a country. (laughs) That's not a place. World 11 <laughs> against a World <laughs> 11, which the ICC sanctioned as an official test match. even though the match reached a conclusion on the fourth day, how did it reach a conclusion? Well, I guess the if world they continue playing it. You know, the The parallel timelines must have gone out of sync. World mm. 11 must have disappeared. <laughs> 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 it was no longer part of our world, <laughs> so had to had to leave. Um, uh, there have been mm. attempts by the ICC. To introduce day-night test matches, as we mentioned before, uh, in 2012 they tried it. Uh, the first day-night test took place during New Zealand's tour to Australia. Not much of a tour, really. <laughs> uh, kind of a next-door neighbor visit <laughs> uh, to in November of last year, 2015. Oh, here we go. We're finally getting down to cricket rules and gameplay here. (laughs) Maybe they'll start talking to us like we don't know what they mean. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just still curious. how. Like, That's what I want to know. I just want to know what the heck cricket is. (laughs) Because I realized I just kind of assumed it was like baseball. I don't think it is. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Innings don't seem to be innings in at least test cricket. In test cricket, there doesn't seem to be a time limit. There seems to be like a day limit. Like each yeah, day, yeah. But even is then, it's just like oh, whenever we f- feel like the game is over, then then it's done. Like, like uh, how do you decide? How do you that? determine the ending of the game? Whatever the team that is supposed to win wins, yeah, is winning, and then you stop <laughs> it, and then you're like, okay, well, England won. What a surprise! <laughs> um, yeah, well,
0: it says that test cricket is played and in innings. Uh, The word denotes both the singular and the plural. That's weird. In each innings, (laughs) one team bats bats and the other bowls or fields. Okay. Ordinarily, four innings are played in a test match. And each team bats twice and bowls twice. Hmm. Before the start of play on the first day... The two team captains and match referee toss a coin. The captain who wins the toss decides whether his team will bat or bowl first. So, four innings are played. So, does that mean that in a whole entire day of playing, there is one inning and a and they only bat twice and bowl twice. I don't... I mean, I guess, but... Or is each inning... Or no, is each inning just one team batting and the other bowling?
1: No, because it says each team bats twice and bowls twice. For each inning? Ordinarily, four innings are played in a test match. Each team bats twice and bowls twice. So, one inning is... A team is batting. A team is bowling. Then the next okay. inning is they switch. Then the next inning is they switch back. So
0: for a whole day, one team is batting and the other is no,
1: batting. no. You're not listening. To me. <laughs> Listen <laughs> here. What happens is ordinarily there's four innings. Okay. You have a team. You have the Cubs. The Cubs are batting. Okay. <laughs> you have the Florida Gators. They're 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 bowling. Okay. Now the Florida, uh, what do they call them? They, the the Florida Gators. They get bowled out, so they start to bat. And okay. the Cubs go out to the field, and they start to, to bowl, presumably. Okay. And then the Cubs get three outs. They're, they're bowled out, too. So then okay. they switch back. That's the third inning, then, because they're back okay. to where they started. And then there's the fourth inning where they switch back. So each team, then, has batted and bowled twice. Okay. In one
0: day. But those four innings are played in a test match. And the matches... Last uh, over four or five days.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So, you see so what I'm saying, all right. So each inning doesn't have a limit of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not four of these in a day. It's just four of those total. <laughs> so I guess yeah, you're right. A team could but, be foreseeably batting or bowling, just doing that one thing for two days. But
0: I guess we should uh, remember that they are also taking tea breaks
1: and right.
0: Resting for a whole day. I don't know.
1: And I don't think cricket is exactly the most strenuous sport in the world to begin with. I feel like there's a lot of standing around. I might be wrong, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of standing around.
0: Even more than baseball, maybe.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... Alright, here we go.
0: Maybe this will clear things up. In the following scenarios, the team that bats first is referred to as Team A and their opponents as Team B. Usually, the teams will alternate at the completion of each innings. Thus, team A will bat and team B will bowl until its innings ends, and then team B will bat and team A will bowl. When team B's innings ends, team A (laughs) will begin their second innings, and this is followed by team B's second innings. And the winning team is the one that scores more runs in their two innings. Okay, so team innings ends in one of the following ways. The team is all out. This typically occurs when a team has lost 10 wickets. 10 of the 11 batsmen have been dismissed. Okay, so is a wicket a player? Or like a bat,
1: a batter? Uh, It must be... Thing, the thing, the thing that uh, the little four-legged dude. Well, does it make sense? Because
0: I th- I feel like that's denote like that little uh yeah. in parentheses is telling you what a wicket is. Or like, Ten
1: of the eleven batsmen having been was dismissed. Yeah. So. Okay, so... So, Wicket must be a player, right? I feel
0: like that's what it's saying.
1: Okay. Um, it doesn't give us a link. Yeah. I don't know. You can't tell. Um, yeah, so
0: after this happens, they are bowled out. So, bowled out and all out kind of is the same thing, it seems. Right. Uh, it may occasionally occur with the loss of fewer Wickets if one or more batsmen are unavailable to bat through injury. So you have two batsmen that are injured. Then if eight of them are bowled out, then we are all out.
1: Right. Okay. So you might say you have some wickets and they go up to bat. Mm -hmm. And then as they are gradually dismissed, if you have 10 people... Out of the eleven total being dismissed, then you're all out. Yeah.
0: So Bold out. Basically, each team has ten outs. Right. And they
1: only have eleven people to bat
0: to begin with. Right. So that's you're not that out, bad. You're out. Right. And uh, yeah. So if you if you get out, then you are you're excused from the mat or from the innings. Right. And yeah, even if you're injured that still counts as being dismissed. Okay. Another way that an innings ends, the team's captain declares the innings closed, usually because they believe they have enough runs.
1: What? A declaration <laughs> before the innings starts is called an innings forfeiture. So you just get cocky and you're like, "Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're good enough." I mean, we'll I We'll sit. We'll sit. <laughs> What? It's like you...
0: <laughs> hey, hey, listen.
1: We're winning so good right now, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> it's like, hey, we got like 30 runs. We're probably going to win, so like, you, know, you go ahead. Yeah,
0: I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel confident. Oh, man. Okay, so then another way is the team batting fourth score the required number of runs to win. So okay so what is the required number of ones to win we don't know nope uh but if you get 80 more points than that then i guess the innings is over sure okay oh and another way is the prescribed time for the match expires who
1: knows what that is. Which I guess <laughs> is, you know, when they feel like going home. When what? they're out of tea. <laughs> On the fifth day when they're out of tea. <laughs> uh, if at the completion of its first innings, Team B's first innings total is 200 or more fewer <laughs> than <laughs> Team A's. The cat of the Team A may... <laughs> But it's not required to order Team B to have their second innings next. This is called enforcing the follow-on. <laughs> in this case, the usual order of the third fourth innings is reversed. Team what? A will bat in the fourth innings. It is rare for a second team forced to follow on to win the match. <laughs> It does, Cricket, it It has only happened three times. Although over 285 follow-ons have been enforced, Australia was the losing team on each occasion twice to England in 1894 and 1981 and once to India in
0: 2001. Man, this is such a British game. It's so British.
1: (laughs) Such a British thing right now.
0: Okay, so follow on. <laughs> if a whole, if the whole of the first day's play of a test match has been lost because of bad weather, then team A may enforce the follow on if team B's first innings total is one hundred fifty <laughs> or more <laughs> fewer than team A's. <laughs>
1: Fewer? Well, what kind of measurement is that? Or more fewer? fewer? <laughs> or mine fewer? Or <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't. I, don't know, I can't even. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have more fewer. <laughs> there, there cannot be more of us. This is not. <laughs> All right. All right. This is this is an educational uh, podcast. We're gonna, gonna overlook that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna assume that means more. Just fewer. Not more fewer or fewer. The I don't know.
0: So okay. But it says if the whole of the first day's play, all right? Right, right. That means the entire first day. But then it goes on to say, then team A may enforce the follow-on if team B's first innings total is 150 or more fewer. So...
1: How did they score anything s- if yeah, there was a the s- day of play? Yeah, exactly. Of course, like... i to bet you that I'm gonna get you
0: Oh, okay, let's keep going here All right. During the second <laughs> test Between England and New Zealand At he- Headingley, Leeds 24 through the 28th of May, 2013 England batted first After the first day was lost Because of rain Okay, so I guess they mean If the first day is lost Right Then after the first inning, then the other team can be like, Oh, okay, hey, so you have gotten this many points right. We would like a follow on.
1: Right, and then they can make it so that they will be batting again. Right. Essentially.
0: Exactly. Okay.
1: So we may have figured out something else.
0: Very confusingly
1: (laughs) worded, but thats
0: I think that's exactly what that means, yes. Okay, so New Zealand, batting second, scored 180 runs fewer than England.
1: Okay. A proper way to talk... To denote whether (laughs) you have more or fewer of something, (laughs) as opposed to more fewer.
0: How can you have more of less? Nobody knows. Uh... So England could have forced the follow-on, though chose not to. Um, This is similar to four-day first-class cricket where the follow-on can be enforced if the difference is 150 runs or fewer.
1: All right. Okay. This is starting to make some sense now.
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: Oh, no. Never mind. (laughs) After 80 overs, (laughs) the captain of the bowling side may take a... New ball, although this is not required. The captain will usually take the new ball, being harder and smoother than an old ball. A new ball generally favors faster bowlers who can make it bounce more variably. The roughened, softer surface of an old ball can be more conducive to spin bowlers or those using reverse swing. The captain may delay the decision to take the new ball if he wishes to continue with his spinners, because the pitch favors spin. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> after, after a new ball has been taken, should an innings last a further 80 overs, then the captain will have the option to take another new ball. <laughs> yeah, there
0: are still quite a few terms okay. that we need Okay. Okay, I think that. I know
1: what overs are though. I'm pretty sure I've discerned it. Okay? Uh 80 overs is just pitches. Just okay. bowls. Like you're just bowling this you're rolling this ball along the ground to get it to the cricket thing Okay. to do whatever cricketers do once you get it to the wicket. And yeah, 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 yeah. You you throw it, you roll it, you do whatever with this ball. Eighty times, and then it's piece of crap. It's beat up. You don't want to use it anymore. It's dirty. Okay. It's it's grimy. You don't want to touch it ever again. You want to burn it so you get a new ball. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and then you use that one, but you have to use the ball in in play for eighty total, like throws. Have
0: to has to be at least eighty of them right. before you can get a new ball. Right. Okay. All right. And yeah. Okay, so a test match may end in one of six results. Either all four innings are complete, which means the team batting fourth are all out before overtaking the other team, usually before matching the other team's score. The team that batted third are the winners by a margin equal to the difference in the aggregate runs scored by the two teams. Why not (laughs) just
1: make it the score?
0: For example, Team A won by 95 runs. Very rarely in over 2,000 test matches played, it has only happened twice, the scores can end level resulting in a tie. Hmm. Okay, and um, another way test match can end is the team batting in the fourth innings overtakes the opposing runs team's run total. The match ends, and the team batting fourth is the winner by a margin equal to the number of wickets still to fall in the innings. For example, Team B won by five wickets.
1: So you can win by wickets or by runs. I guess so. So you can have scored as many points, but you could also win by having enough guys left Mm. over. Uh, yeah. Or,
0: the third innings concludes with the team that batted twice still trailing the team that batted once. Uh, the match ends without playing a fourth innings. The team that batted only once is the winner by a margin equal to an innings, plus the difference in aggregate run totals for the team of the teams. For example, Team B, won by an innings and 26 runs.
1: I'm not sure I get that one. I think that kind of justifies The thing that they mentioned earlier Where they said that you could sacrifice You could basically say, we have enough points We want (laughs) to, like if you, I guess Because the score is made based upon An aggregate, you could get so many Points in a single inning that You would say, okay, well You guys got 20 points First inning and 40 (laughs) points This third inning, but we got 80 points In the second inning, so (laughs) we're just going to stop it right now Because the aggregate of 40 plus 20 divided by 2 is 30, yeah. so we won, so we're just going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so they can, opt, they can opt to not play a fourth yeah. 30 at that point.
0: Yep, and another way is the time for the match expires without a result being reached. This usually occurs at the end of the last day of the match. But nobody knows when that is. <laughs> the result is a draw. There is no winner, no matter how superior the position of one of the sides. (laughs) Somebody sounds
1: like they take this personally.
0: (laughs) Rain causing a loss of playing time is a common factor in drawn matches. Although matches may be drawn even without interference from the weather, usually a result of poor time management or an intentional effort on the part of one team to avoid losing I I like how they just are like alright we're playing these days and if it rains it affects the game whereas like other sports like I feel like baseball like if it rains it's like I guess we're not playing we'll play a different day yeah
1: that's (laughs)
0: Uh, or they could also uh, the match is abandoned because the ground is declared unfit for play this has occurred three times Resulting each time in a draw being declared. England vs. Australia at Headingley Leeds, uh, 1975, due to vandalism. West Indies vs. England in Sabina Park, Kingston, Jamaica, 1998, Dangerous Ground. West Indies vs. England, all involving England. Hmm. At Sir Vivian Richards Stadium, Antigua, 2009, Dangerous Ground. I wonder what constitutes dangerous ground, and why would they build a stadium on dangerous ground?
1: I am i mean, maybe on a minefield. This <laughs> is spice things up a little bit. Um, but yes,
0: the final way a match could end is the match is awarded through a forfeiture. If a team refuses to take the field of play, the umpires may award the match to the opposing team. This has only happened once in Test cricket in the 2006 fourth test between England and
1: Pakistan. Well, I think we figured it out cricket <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, 100% done ready Definitely. to walk on the field.
1: <laughs> let's do it let's do it let's go.
0: Let's try to get in the club. Let's take these suckers
1: on. <laughs> wow. I really think I need to watch a video or something. Mm. This isn't working.
0: Well, <laughs> do you want to go over to One Day International? You know we have what? But in the sea, also we could. Why not? Let's check... go see
1: if that doesn't simplify <laughs> things. Some that may, you know, put different wording on some parts. And... Well, One Day is pretty definitive. Like at least that. This one. This one. We know. We know <laughs> when it begins and ends. <laughs> That's that true. the The time limit That's on this one true. is very clear cut
0: This one is probably more like traditional baseball
1: Yes Okay One Day International Or ODI Is a form of limited overs cricket Played between two teams With international status In which each team faces a fixed number of overs Usually 50 Okay so maybe overs aren't pitches I don't know <laughs> Not sure anymore. Who knows? The Cricket World Cup is played in this format. All right. Okay. We're coming into some more prominent stuff here, I think. Mm -hmm. One-day international matches are also called limited overs internationals, or LOI, although this generic term may also refer to 2020 international matches. They are major cricket matches and considered the highest standard of limited overs competition. The International One Day game is a late 20th century development. The first ODI was played on 5th of January 1971 between Australia and England because that's the way they roll at the (laughs) Melbourne Cricket Ground because that's where every first game of cricket that is officially sanctioned seems to have to happen. When the first three days of the third test were washed out, officials decided to abandon the match and instead play a one-off one-day game. <laughs> How about that? What a novel thought. <laughs> uh, consisting of 48 balls, o- eight ball overs per side. What? Oh, okay. So maybe overs are eight pitches. One over is eight pitches. 48 mm. ball overs per side. Hmm. Okay. Um. Australia won the game by five wickets. Uh, ODIs were played in white kits with a red ball. <laughs> okay. In the late 1970s, Kerry Packer established the rival World Series cricket competition and introduced many of the features of one day international cricket that are now commonplace, including colored uniforms, matches played at night under floodlights, with a white ball and dark sight screens, mm. and for television broadcasts, multiple camera angles, effects microphones <laughs> to capture sounds from the players on the pitch, and on screen graphics. The first of the matches with colored uniforms was the WSC Australians in Waddle Gold <laughs> versus WSC West Indians in Coral Pink, played at VFL Park in Melbourne. In 1979. This led not only to Kerry Packers Channel 9 getting the TV rights to cricket in Australia, but also led to players worldwide being paid to play and becoming international professor- professionals, no longer needing jobs outside of cricket. Huh. Matches played with colored kits and a white ball became more commonplace over time, and the use of white flannels and a red ball in ODIs was finally abandoned in 2001. So they've seen a shift into becoming a major league sport, essentially. <laughs> they went from running around in the mud with no shoulder pads and no helmets and just leather caps on to <laughs> running around with major sponsorships and, you know, $100 jerseys and stuff. Yeah. All oh, right, rules time. Yep, we got. I think
0: I feel like this is going to be a lot more clear than the other article. It has oh, to be. Hopefully, it has to be. Well, either way, have to be. <laughs> we do have a link to laws of cricket in here, so maybe that would even clear up things further. Okay. But here we go. Uh, in the main, in the main, the laws of cricket apply. Okay, that's what the sentence said. Um. However, in ODIs, each team bats for a fixed number of overs. In the early days of ODI cricket, the number of overs was generally 60 overs per side, and matches were also played with 40, 45, 55 overs per side. But now it is uniformly fixed at 50 overs. Simply stated, the game works as follows. An ODI is contested by two teams of 11 players each. Simple enough. Okay. Two teams of 11 players fight each other. (laughs) And the captain of the side winning the toss chooses to either bat or bowl first. So kind of like football. Right. The team batting first sets the target score in a single innings. The innings lasts until the batting side is all out i.e. 10 of the 11 batting players are out, or all of the first side's allotted overs are completed. Okay, so... At the beginning of a match, or or the first, you know, when they start off playing the game, the team batting is like, Hey, we are going to say we're going to hit 100 runs. All right? And then
1: that's what they aim to achieve. Right. And then they have to do that before they either have 10 of those people out mm-hmm. or they have made the amount of attempts they've thrown enough balls right. from the Which from the field.
0: in ODI is 50.
1: Yes. There we go. So, okay. So I don't know how you would hit 100, a little- a you'd say 100 <laughs> yeah. points and, like <laughs> it would a lot be possible. <laughs> but that gives you the maximum amount of overs yeah. before, you know. Um says that each bowler is restricted to bowling a maximum of 10 overs. Fewer in the case of rain-reduced matches and in any event generally no more than one-fifth or 20% of the total overs per innings. Therefore, each team must comprise at least five competent bowlers, either dedicated bowlers or all-rounders. There's that term again. All right, so
0: basically half the team has to be able to throw the ball. Yes.
1: Like, basically half the team is pitchers. Yes, it has okay. to be, or else. Yes. Because they have, you have to keep switching. Right. <laughs> they can only do 10, 10 whatever yeah. overs are. At
0: least in this style.
1: Right. The team batting second tries to score more than the target score in order to win the match. Similarly, the side bowling second tries to bowl out the second team or make them exhaust their overs before they reach the target score in order to win. So what the best strategy just to say just to keep the game going or to either either that or to win it, just set the target score at like something utterly unascertainable. Like make (laughs) it the maximum possible. Like you have fifty overs, you know that's the limit. So just say, okay, well I'm gonna score we're gonna score (laughs) fifty. Like we're gonna be perfect. And like nobody can exceed that, then can they? So you can't win that way. That takes away. It's a matter of like <laughs> setting it up in such a fashion that you prevent the other person from winning.
0: So this is essentially uh, horse. Yeah. Basically, you're just like all right, Brandy I'm gonna horse. do this thing, yeah. and then the other team has to be like, all right, I guess we
1: have to do that thing too. It is the anything you can do, I can do better of <laughs> baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
0: So then if the number of runs scored by both teams is equal when the second team loses all of its wickets or exhausts all its overs, then the team is declared, a, the game is declared a tie, regardless of the number of wickets lost by either team.
1: Ooh, they have a picture of, of the fielding here, which is kind of interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. So, there are two circular fields. There's the outfield, which surrounds everything. And on the inside, there's the infield, which surrounds everything on the inside. <laughs> and then there's a nucleus and <laughs> uh, protons and neutrons. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's a close-in field, which is a little 8 figure eight thing, right around the little box called the pitch. And in the pitch... Which is apparently 15 yards No I think it's 15 yards between I think that's the width er, Of the close infield Right And the circle of the infield is 30 yards (laughs) And Apparently the close infield Is sillier And then (laughs) It's deeper outside That's deeper And then this circle part up here It's squarer (laughs) And then the grass (laughs) in the outfield is wider on the sides and then finer in the middle. But then longer longer (laughs) towards the end. Takes a lot of takes a lot of landscaping to to do this game.
0: So the bottom is straight. Right. And on the right side it is onside and offside. On side is right and off side is left. On the left side,
1: offside is right and onside is left. I guess that's to account for who, what hand is dominant when the person is batting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. So the person stands probably like at the top part of the close-in field. Where mm-hmm. close, they probably stand at the close infield field marker on here. The pitch person stands at the pitch and they bowl from there. Mm-hmm. And then they have to hit it. And then if a the person who's batting at the close-in field mark on this chart hits it, and they're like a left-handed person It has to go over here mm. So that's on side When it's left When it's a left-handed person Wait a minute Wait.
0: I think all of these Words on here uh-huh. Might be names positions of positions Because there's 11 of them Yeah Which one? Yeah
1: Because you got the backward and forward Y- you're yeah, your wider, your two widers, oh, and your finer. Mhm. And then the longer is further out, and so the square is far off to the right. Mhm. No, 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 no. Interesting. And then there's a, a a deeper, a shorter, and a sillier. Which is silly. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you hit that ball only
0: this far, then that's. Sillier. Yeah.
1: That's the sillier thing you could do.
0: The shorter it would be kind of like a shortstop,
1: right? And then I guess the sillier is just kind of like we just didn't have, we just didn't feel like making that they're, position an equivalent to that position in baseball. Control. Yeah, basically. <laughs> At that point, like they just figured, screw that. The, p- the pitcher should be able <laughs> to do that job.
0: Yeah, and there's no bases, so I'm just curious as to like, where the motion what, in this game yeah, is. Yeah, like what is a <laughs> run? Yeah, you know? how do you do that exactly? <laughs> Once you hit the ball, what happens? That's, that's the one uh, stumbling block that I feel like we would come across if yeah. we tried to play this game. Where where we go? we would stand there, they would throw the ball, bowl the ball. We would hit it,
1: and then we we're like, okay. Now. And so, what happens? <laughs> because it doesn't really tell you where you should go. Yeah. I guess you have to stay on sides, but I don't know what that means. Oh, wow. So uh,
0: the ten the teams with ODI status, there are 10 teams. Oh, test-playing nations have uh, permanent ODI status. Okay. Well, so, that's the perk of being a Mm-hmm. But then there are other temporary ODI teams, such as Ireland, Scotland, Afghanistan, United Arab Emirates, Hong Kong, Papua New Guinea, Kenya, Canada, Bermuda,
1: Netherlands. So, yeah, you have a couple teams floating around out there that can be... In the ODIs, at least until the 2018 Cricket World Cup qualifier, but then you have those bottom four that you just listed were knocked out for being bad. <laughs> they so underperformed. Where
0: do, where else do these teams play then? Like, I that's what like, I want to know. I feel like you just have this one day international and the test.
1: Thing. I don't know. Like, is there oh. just normal cricket stuff? there's got to be it seems that there's a lot of different options for cricket as far as like the time frame and like what kind but it seems like it'll be really hard to get a rhythm down like some of these teams are all for different purposes and different time frames and different kinds Mm. of cricket
0: or maybe which uh, maybe like the cricket world cup is kind of like the olympics and you can like try out for
1: it because it only happens every four years seems like that's the case actually that's how they keep it limited Huh. Look at this, though. If you scroll down some, it says the ICC can also grant special ODI status to all matches within certain high-profile tournaments, with the result being that the following countries have also participated in full ODIs, with some teams who later gained temporary or permanent ODI status also fitting into this category. They are the companies, the countries that you have to have played with. East Africa, Sri Lanka, Canada, Zimbabwe, Bangladesh, United Arab Emirates, Kenya, Netherlands, Scotland, Nambia, Hong Kong and the USA. <laughs> there we are. I was wondering if we had any cricket involvement or not. <laughs> oh, look. Look if they mention World 11. Do they? Yeah, yeah, the ICC Super Series, a 3 ODI series played between the ICC World 11 and the top 10 ranked Australian cricket team in the 2005-2006 season is the World 11 the World 11 is these 1, 2, 3, 4 5, 6, 7, 8 9, 10, 11, <laughs> dang there's 12 of those, okay, where's the, where are the 11, what are the 11, I think it's a, it's a conglomerate team oh, Okay, I'm not sure what the 11th one is because there's only 10 test teams oh
0: wait, so is World 11 like a dream
1: team? yeah, I think so Hmm. because it says since 2005 three composite teams have played matches with full ODI Mm. status it doesn't tell you what the teams are made of but the world 11 must be like 11 countries come together to make one like super group Hmm. of a team one dream team (laughs) of cricket that's still lost to Australia (laughs) (laughs) apparently they're just really good at cricket Hmm. I guess that's what happens When you have a prison continent They make their own game And it's really stupid
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do we want to go to Laws of Cricket and see if that
1: Let's give it one (laughs) Final stab At seeing whether or not we can actually figure out What the heck Cricket is about (laughs) So Laws of Cricket are a set of rules established by the (laughs) Marylebone Cricket Club or the MCC, which describe the laws of cricket worldwide to ensure uniformity and fairness. There are Hmm. currently 42 laws which outline all aspects of how the game is played. That seems simple enough, 42 things.
0: Okay. Okay
1: explains things from how a team wins a game, to how a batsman is dismissed, and through uh, to specifications on how the pitch is to be prepared and maintained. Hmm. The MCC is a private club based in London, in England, and is no longer the game's official governing body. However, the MCC retains the copyright in the laws of the game, and only the MCC may change the laws. Although nowadays... This would usually only be done after discussions with the game's global governing body, the ICC. Cricket is one of the few sports for which the governing principles are referred to as laws rather than rules or regulations. However, regulations to supplement and or vary the laws may be agreed for particular competitions. Those applying for international matches referred to as playing conditions can be found on the ICC's website. Okay, so... (laughs) Um, I don't think we
0: need to go through all of these laws one by one, because some of it, there's just like the players and substitutes and such like that. But we get down to the wickets. Yes. Figure out what the wickets are. All right. Law eight: the wickets. It, it is the three wooden stumps that um, stick out of the ground. I knew it. Um, the stumps are placed along the batting crease with equal distances between each stump. They are positioned so they are 9 inches wide. Two wooden balls are placed on top of the stumps. The, bat, the balls must not project more than 0.5 inches above the stumps and must, for men's cricket, be 4 and 5 sixteenths inches long there are also specified lengths for the barrel and spigots of the ball there are different specifications for the wickets and balls for junior cricket okay so at least we know kind of what a wicket is but
1: it has raised many more questions which I think may be remedied by law 9 Bowling, because now looking at this diagram of what wickets are Bowling, as a concept, seems to make a lot more sense to me. There are balls Mm -hmm. on top of these pins. You swing Uh a bat at those balls, maybe when the bowler hits the pins. Mm -hmm. So maybe they literally do mean bowling. Let's see. Law nine. Bowling, popping, and return creases. This law sets out the dimensions and locations of the creases. The bowling crease, which is the line the stumps are in the middle of, Mm -hmm. is drawn at each end of the pitch... Which is remember that little rectangle in the dead middle of the field Mm -hmm. So that the three stumps in the set of stumps at that end of the pitch fall on it And consequently it is perpendicular to the imaginary line joining the centers of both middle stumps Each bowling crease should be 8 feet 8 inches in length Centered on the middle stump at each end. And each bowling crease terminates at one of the return creases. The popping crease which determines whether a batsman is in his ground or not, which side of the field he's on, because you have these poles are set up at either end of the pitch. So it's a matter of who's at the bat. So you have to know which side of the field you're on. Okay. Like whether you're on you're in your team's end zone or the other team's end zone, basically. Um, and which is used in determining front foot no balls C C law 24 (laughs) okay we will eventually (laughs) is drawn at each end of the pitch in front of each of the two sets of stumps the popping crease must be four feet in front of and parallel to the bowling crease although it is considered to have unloaded length the popping crease must be marked to at least six feet on either side of the imaginary line joining the centers of the middle stumps. And the return creases, which are the lines a bowler must be within while making a delivery, so the bowler has to stay in bounds. They can't jostle around too much while they're throwing this thing. Hmm.
0: It's kind of like the batter's box.
1: Yeah, yeah, essentially, except for the person who's throwing the ball right. instead of the person Correct. who's swinging, are drawn on each side of each set of the stumps, along each sides of the pitch. So there are four return creases in all, on one on either side of both sets of stumps. The return creases lie perpendicular to the popping crease and the bowling crease four feet four inches either side of the parallel to the imaginary line joining the centers of the two middle stumps. each return crease terminates at one end of the at one end at the popping crease but the other end is considered to be unlimited in length and must be marked to a minimum of eight feet from the popping crease so I kind of get that most of that's just measurements right yeah doesn't really tell you what you're supposed to be doing okay well we got
0: structure of the game down
1: here Mm -hmm. so um
0: let's talk about law 12 innings before the game the team agrees whether it is to be over one or two innings and whether either or both innings are to be limited by time or by overs in practice, these decisions are likely to be laid down by competition regulations rather than pre-game agreement. In two inning games, the sides bat alternately unless the follow-on is enforced, and innings is closed once all batsmen are dismissed. No further batsmen are fit to play. The innings is declared or forfeited by the batting captain, and, or any agreed time or over limit is reached the captain winning the toss of a coin decides whether to bat or bowl first
1: so let's find out what an over is too under this section of scoring ah, and we winning go. well a couple okay. of things first scoring runs law 18 runs are scored when the two batsmen run to each other's end of the pitch several runs can be scored from one ball oh, okay so,
0: it's kind of like um, if each base was like a home run. Right. Or, and you were like, all right, I made it to base one, two, three, you know, then mm. you have three runs. Right. Or whatever. Exactly. Okay. Uh,
1: there is the over, which is uh, six balls being bold, which excludes wides and no balls. Okay. So basically
0: as long as it's not a foul or a ball mm-hmm. then it counts and once six of those are completed that is one, one
1: over so whenever you have 50 overs you're talking about 300 total throw- okay. 300 total bowls which is you know it's a fair amount, that's a lot uh, consecutive overs are delivered from opposite ends of the pitch a bowler may not bowl two consecutive overs.
0: Hmm.
1: Which is why half the team must be pitchers. Right. Um, here's an interesting rule: Dead ball.
0: The ball comes into play when the bowler begins his run up and becomes dead when all the action from that ball is over. Once the ball is dead, no runs can be scored and no batsman can be dismissed. The ball becomes dead for a number of reasons, most commonly when a bat, it, batsman is dismissed, when a boundary is hit, or when the ball has finally settled with the bowler or wicket keeper.
1: So the ball has to be stopped, basically. Right.
0: So it's similar like, you know, tackle the person with the ball. Right. And then the ball is now out of play and play
1: is stopped. Okay. it says there are ways to there are a whole bunch of rules about ways to get out laws 30 through 39 all talk about how people get out or dismissed yeah and there's a lot of them there though it says that caught is generally the commonest followed by bowled, leg before wicket run out and stumped so we'll just go through those really quick Uh, caught is law 32. If a ball hits the bat or the hand holding the bat and is then caught by the opposition within the field of play before the ball bounces, then the batsman is out. So, in other words, if the player on the batting team makes contact, hits the ball, and, uh gets caught in the air. It's like your normal baseball rule. Yeah,
0: like you get tagged you get, and, yeah. or you
1: get caught. Yeah. Yeah, caught in the air. Then you're done. All right. Um, then there's uh, bowled, which is law of 30. If a batsman is out, if his wicket is put down by a ball delivered by the bowler, <laughs> it is irrelevant whether the ball has touched the bat glove or any part of the batsman before going on to put down the wicket though it may not touch the other another player or an umpire before doing so. So I guess if you knock down those things.
0: Okay. So who is trying to knock down the wickets? Bowlers. Okay. But now are they bowling the ball to the batsman for him to hit? No. Or are they just trying to hit the wickets? They're just trying to hit the wickets I think. And then the batsman is trying to hit avoid the ball. them from hitting, make them not hit the wickets.
1: The batsman is so, trying to hit the Balls on the I really don't know. <laughs> we still have to figure out what that guy's doing with his bat. <laughs> uh what is the batsman supposed to do? Well, we can just go to cricket. Yep. Just,
0: or wait, what's definitions? Oh we just go to cricket terminology. Appendix D That would have definitions to everything
1: That would do it That would do it Let's go Alright Ooh here we go Ugh there's an actual dictionary
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no Okay so Got all out we've heard that one before Yeah When innings is ended due to 10 yeah. Yeah so got that An all rounder which is a player adept at both batting and bowling. Okay. Um, arm ball. We heard that one in the woman that started this article. A deceptive delivery bowled by an off-spin bowler, which I assume is a op- oppositely-handed bowler that is not spun. Unlike the off-break, it travels straight on. So the off break is probably a curve ball, and particularly good bowlers' arm ball might also swing away from the batsman in the air, mm. or into him when delivered by a left arm.
1: That guy doesn't look like he's winding up to throw a ball on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That guy looks like he's going to kill someone with that ball. <laughs> I don't understand what bowling is supposed to be. Bowling is supposed to be the act of, de- develop, uh, of delivering that that ball to the batsman. That's what's supposed to be. That's what it says. <laughs>
0: yep, that picture says he's winding up to deliver that ball. <laughs> yep, that does not look like a delivery. No. Um. Let's see, batsman. Okay, a player on the batting side, or a player whose specialty is batting. Okay, it doesn't actually say what batting is.
1: Nope. Batting oh, is the okay. act and skill of <laughs> defending one's wicket. Oh, so it is. Okay, it is that. All right. You so you're right. A batter defends the wickets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it also can, they can also score runs. Okay. So okay, let's just go to yeah. runs. There we That's go. That's the next thing. All right. Run is literally just the word run. (laughs) A run in cricket is a whole other argument. Oh, boy. All right, let's let's bounce over it. Okay, basic unit of scoring. There's video. Thank God, finally. (laughs) Somebody has some sense. Okay, there's music. Okay.
0: Simplest way for batsman to score a run is by hitting... Is by the striker hitting the ball such that both batsmen can run from one end of the pitch to the other without either batsman getting out.
1: Okay. Oh, so, they just have to so go from
0: other... There are multiple batsmen in the game right. at a time. Right. It's not just one person up at bat. There's, There's several covering the wickets. Right. And... Uh, so, the striker hits the ball and causes it to move, allowing them to run across the field and get runs while trying to
1: avoid getting out. So, if they get hit by a ball while they're trying to. This looks really dopey, dude. You gotta watch this video. This video is great. Like, when they hit the ball really far guys running like back and forth in this little tiny box. They have like they have to hold their bats with them, and they just like run back and forth as many times as they can because that's how they score. Like seriously, it's like uh, like a minute and a half. It's like a minute or no, like like forty five seconds into this in this video, this little video thing. Like you just see them running back and forth. <laughs> forty five seconds in, just see them just running back and forth around that box. They're running back and forth as many times as they can. as many times as they can we're gonna go <laughs> that's runs okay so i think what we've learned from all this eric is that baseball is an improved version of <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes i think so um let's see what were some of the other things that we
1: were unsure of um well, there's a moaning trench. There's uh, fewer More, There's more fewers. <laughs> uh, there's a world 11. There's a bunch of XIs actually. I'm just gonna go right down to the Xs because that can't be a big thing, right? <laughs> and X. There's one thing. Xavier Tras. <laughs> there's a Rongin, which is another name for a googly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep (laughs) there's an uppish a shot that gains a risky amount of height there's a triggered (laughs) when the umpire gives a batsman out LBW almost immediately with little consideration for any other factor (laughs) than the ball hitting the pads in front of the stumps there are toe crushers
0: there's a dink, which is a gentle shot.
1: <laughs> There's a swish, which is a rapid or careless attacking stroke by the batsman. <laughs> but I don't think... What was the other thing? We kind of know what the trenches are and what the field positions are for. I guess, like... I'm going to look what a sillier is, just to be out of like <laughs> curiosity. doesn't tell me. Oh, wait, no, there it is. A silly a modifier to the name of some fielding positions to denote that they are unusually close to the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Most often, silly mid-off. Silly mid-on. Silly mid Hang on, wait. Sillies are unusually close to the Batsman. Silly is unusually close to the Batman. The Joker is unusually close to the Batman. Did Batman base itself off of Cricket? Maybe <laughs> 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 if there's like a
0: scarecrow or something
1: I don't know There's certainly a skyline mm. now, Is there a Gotham? <laughs> That's the real question Ah there's not There's a Gotham There's, there's Googly though <laughs> Okay well here's
0: uh, Something that might help us out Wicket Keeper Mm -hmm. The player on the fielding side who stands immediately behind the batting end wicket. Specialist position used throughout the game, the wicket keeper is the only player in the fielding side allowed to wear gloves and external leg guards. Ah. So basically he's like the goalie. Mm -hmm. So they're just mishmashing a whole bunch of different sports
1: in this one. Kind of. And making everything very confusing. (laughs) And what America did was basically be like, let's take elements of this and extrapolate it into... Hockey, <laughs> baseball, and football. <laughs> there, now we have three normal sports <laughs> that we can monetize. Oh, there is a, a thing called tea. The second of the two intervals during a full day's play is known as the T interval. During to its timing, due to its timing at about tea time. There is also a tea towel explanation <laughs> a popular comic explanation of the laws of cricket one variation is you have two sides one out in the field and one in each man that's in the side that's in goes out and when he's out he comes in and the next man goes in until he's out when they are all out that the side that's out comes in and the side that's been in goes out and tries to get out those coming in. Sometimes you get men still in and not out when both sides have been in and out, including the not outs the winner (laughs) is declared if there is one. How's that?
0: (laughs) That exactly sums up my feelings of this game. I like that (laughs) so
1: much. This text is often printed on tea towels as a decorative souvenir and deliberately obfusc. (laughs) obfuscates the differences between various usages of the term in one sense being (laughs) the person or team currently batting, another being those individuals inside the pavilion before (laughs) or after their stint at batting, and out the whole team currently fielding and pulling the individual from the batting team in the process of going into the pitch through the bat or all those who have ended their batting by being dismissed terms that are highly contextual in usage but can be confusing to anyone unfamiliar with the terminology yeah but i (laughs) like that the explanation the best yeah (laughs) the explanation this this is cricket folks this is what we have learned about cricket yeah two sides one out in the field one in each man that's in the side that's in goes out and when he's out he comes in and the next man goes in until he's out when they are all out the side that's out comes in and the side that's been in goes out and tries to get out those coming in sometimes you get men still in and not out when both sides have been in and out including the not outs the winner is declared if there is one that's it (laughs) that's it there you have it
0: from Asher of Rawat to Glossary of Cricket (laughs) turns.
1: Yep. That's 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 where we had to go to and we still don't know it. We still really don't. I mean it's still just a bunch of guys running around the box as far as I can tell. I don't really don't have any idea.
0: I don't know. Well I don't know. We I feel like this is a game that can't really be explained. You kinda have to like watch
1: it. Does it need to be explained there? (laughs) Do they do we really need to know? Or can we just let it do it? It's not like we're going to be admitted into their elite team (laughs) league.
0: That's true. Uh, Yep. So go ahead and like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, check out new episodes on the website, twc.erictorubia.com, or iTunes, or any other podcast app. And I'd like to thank Louis Armstrong for our theme song, and King Oliver for our outro song so thanks again for joining us I was Eric and I was John and this was the Wikipedia Chronicles
1: the Wicket Cricket the more fewer (laughs) we
0: have more fewer episodes than we did before
1: we do have more (laughs) fewer time than we did when we started (laughs) how's that I can't believe they actually have breaks for tea (laughs) that just that just makes it like when you, when you're listening to all the terms, you're like, well, this is definitely the English thing. And then they stop for tea, and you're just kind of like, all right. Even
0: in games that are just one afternoon, they're still like, no, we gotta have a break for tea somewhere.
1: Okay, whatever you whatever you weirdos. <laughs>